Today I'm going to be talking about redefining words that people kind of have a misunderstanding of in my opinion and I do this periodically throughout my podcast but I oftentimes will talk about certain subjects and begin to define a word like in my last podcast I started talking about the idea of slavery and what that actually meant and because I don't think people I don't think people put in context what they're talking about and I think it's extremely important because we all have different definitions in our head depending on what we have learned who we are our experiences and our behavioral patterns that are ingrained in our programming so we all have different ideas and that's why I spend so much time on this podcast defining def like just creating definitions for words and refining them and expanding on them and I think this is a powerful practice because it also oftentimes is kind of triggering words for people and they and it's also when you broaden definitions or when you start to explain what something means you can see if it's applicable to your life or not if somebody says I have anxiety but you've never experienced anxiety on their level you don't know what they're even talking about you have to figure out some sort of complex definition of it like oh it's uh you know it's so simple like so many people have this definition of anxiety that's like depression is when you think about the past and anxiety is when you think about the future and it's like okay but let's start to unpack that what that is right there is it's in the definition or it's in that cliche thinking about the future so thinking is actually the problem now the topic isn't necessarily always the future you can have anxiety about life happening currently and you can have anxiety about I guess maybe it's in the future but it can be so closely tied to the present that it doesn't necessarily feel like the future like you can be on the side of a stage about to go up and you can start getting anxiety about the situation or, or about the performance that you need to go do when you're on stage but it's just five seconds away the experience but you're still having anxiety about it so you can have anxiety about the moment you can have it about the close future you can have it about the far future but it's also what type of thoughts you can you can be thinking about the future and it's not anxiety it's actually worrying it's a worrying thought that happens in your brain so that's why I spend so much time in this podcast defining words because if you don't understand these words then you don't understand anything about what I'm talking about and it's almost like I need to create my kind of own language for the viewers and listeners um, so that you can get deeper into my head because in my head these words mean certain things and I think that the reason I give these words definitions like this is because it is helpful intrinsically to define these terms and broaden them out to what they can mean to you personally so that you can see if you're affected by the situation and the definition and the word itself. You can see if it's applicable. That's why I think language is so interesting and why 
it actually requires quite a bit of intelligence to figure out what's happening in this world is because it takes learning. Intelligence should be defined by your ability to learn something and to gain an understanding and to hold an understanding. Um, for some reason, we do this schooling practice where you cram, you start to just jam in all these facts so that you can be ready for an exam, a test, an arbitrary, meaningless set of paper with right answers and wrong answers and you have to know the difference and as soon as that test is done you go out and you black out and you drink and you party with your friends or even if you don't do that it's not like you continue studying the subject you move on to the next one and so that information just dissipates because it is not applicable to your life as we begin to learn we want to learn things that are applicable to who we are and how we want to be in this life and it's not as simple as, okay, well, that means going to a trade school. That means learning something practical. No, you can, you can apply any sort of learning to your life if your life deems it worth knowing and worth learning about and worth acquiring knowledge. So it's great to expand our vocabulary and to figure out what these words mean and to actually talk about how these different things affect us as individuals. I think as we begin to define ourselves, as, as we begin to strip away what we think we are and relearn and as we begin to grow in this world, it's important to think about the reason behind the things that you do and the things that I do and the things that we do. And we need to evaluate whether they are the right thing to do into the future and continue to do and this happens when we begin to break down not just words and defining words but defining who we are and defining our actions and defining uh, good and bad and defining the life that we exist in and figuring out answers and finding solutions and acquiring knowledge and this is the thing right is we all live an individual life. We are, our lives are all different from each other. And yet there are some general, vague, underlying truths that we can reach and that we can learn and we can apply. And some of these truths are very simple and very basic and the tenets in, you know, holy scriptures and and recycled into new age nonsense like this and you know it's just these these underlying ideas that we are all connected we are all one we exist in this moment and that this moment is fleeting and that we shouldn't try to capture it and we shouldn't we should just continue living we should live and we find meaning in our lives not because of our lives we don't we don't have to find meaning uh, unless we want to find a meaning. Meaning won't come to us. You aren't born into a meaningful life. That's why so many people that are born rich and, you know, unless they are raised right, they will lack direction. And it's this kind of stereotypical scenario of, you know, the, the, the king working hard to get... Um, you know his riches or his wealth and then the the prince kind of 
not having to work and then squandering it all so that the when he becomes king the next prince has to work hard again and so it's this it's this weird cycle that doesn't have to exist where people are working hard and where people are you know um feeling purposeless and directionless we have to find the direction no matter what no matter where we were born no matter how we were born no matter how much money we were born into no matter what our life situation is you can and have to define meaning and find and find the meaning in your life find what you like and start to go down that and that's why i think it's so interesting what psychedelics do and what people are always interested in with the ego death is it sort of dissolves all of who you think you are and that in itself is a very healing scenario because so much of who we are is is defined by when we were born and where we were born and how we were born into something and so we only know what we experience and what this ego death or disillusion becomes is it's like a reset button it's like hey let's try something new let's try something different let's see if this works as we start to redefine reality and it can be people can get stuck in a loop of just constantly wanting to destruct because that's how they can create again and it becomes this creation destruction loop and maybe there's balance in there maybe but and if there is that's what should be focused on in life we need to focus on that balance we need to walk that fine line of of the ideas that we find and and not holding them precious but holding on to them lightly and allowing them to breathe and allowing them to balance it's when you walk a tightrope and you're holding that pole that that balancing pole you're not gripping onto that thing hoping that it gives you balance you are using it lightly and you are working symbiotically with this this grip that you have on it you are holding it lightly uh so that it can flow and it can balance just as you need to flow and balance and it and it can just be a tool and so these these things in our lives are all tools sometimes it's the fact that we've been given parents who try sometimes it's the fact that you know we we haven't and and we have parents that didn't or were neglectful or uh created some issue in your life further down the line that needs resolving and that is actually the tool because you learn to dissolve that and resolve that and figure that scenario out and you are stronger because of it and that's why the cliche this too will pass is a double-edged sword because yeah of course it does everything passes but you also don't want things to pass and sometimes you do want things to pass and when you crave you suffer it's that buddhist philosophy you know all of suffering comes from the from the act of craving and if something is not the way you want it to be you want it to be different and that is wanting and craving is wanting and so we need to 
we need to balance that because what is a life of of never wanting anything what is a what is a life of just being okay with everything that happens to you it is a life without drive so we need to find that drive we need to balance it in this tedious complex world that we live in in this society that we live in and the individual lives that we live in with the people around us every single person is different you know those same people differently than other people do and so your life is defined by so much that is out of your control and yet what we want is probably at the essence and at the bottom of maybe the only thing we control or can control oftentimes we don't control it and then it 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 leads us to behavior that we don't find optimal and we it leads us to a life that doesn't serve us and so we check our wants and we keep in contact with ourselves and it's not about just living a life that is so basic that all you eat is rice and you, you are gifted it and you are living this way where you don't have any responsibilities and you've cut yourself off from the 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 wanting of of life i i don't really think that's any life to live in this modern age and maybe i'm wrong but i think that there's a balance to be made and we are all just very off balance and even maybe that is right for some people but there's some sort of scale some sort of it's a sliding scale it isn't it isn't one thing is right for one people you know not every single person needs to become a devout buddhist monk and shave their head and wear robes and live in a temple and 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 work on their craving and suffering in this world and and focus on their mind and their and their meditation and not every single person needs to do that but we all need to do that to some degree and it all looks differently for every single individual. We need to figure out what helps us and what serves us. And we need to pursue that and we need to work away and cut out things that don't. We need to cut things out in our life that don't serve us. We need to redefine who we are constantly and allow that to be okay and without it doesn't need to be chaos. It doesn't need to be done in a in a fashion like how it's done when you're a teenager even. It just needs to continue to evolve and become its own thing. And I think over time it does. And we, we all sort of have varying degrees of how much we want to change our lives. But we have to also understand that there is no happiness in stagnation. And that actually overcoming your fear and challenging yourself with new life situations will push your learning. And will continue to force you to adapt and to learn and be better. There's this saying that I've heard and it's, it's a bit easy to misconstrue. And it's a bit easy to misdefine. And I think, well, what it is, is God will only serve you what you can handle. And although there is some basis to that truth, if you understand what God means in that sense, as in life will only give you what you can handle and you are experiencing what you're supposed to be experiencing. But also that can be used by somebody who is manipulative. That can be used by somebody who is trying to get what they want 
and it can be used as a I will only give you what you can handle in life because I control you so watch out for these that that's why it's important to define these cliches these sayings is because if you if you experience them from different aspects you might have a different definition of what that even means what that saying even means uh and it's oftentimes with these spiritual things especially you know if we just talk about basic christianity and basic christians in this world we can start to dissect and and point out some some flaws in thinking and one of them is this illusion that God is separate from you and that it's this third party and it's uncontrollable but how does that make any sense when we are all one we are all connected we are all individually God and collectively God but that is too broad and too complex of a subject and understanding for a lot of people so they they just say oh god is out there god is doing this god is doing that and it just doesn't make sense it allows for it allows for blame of a third party or just the, this creation of an entity that's out of your control when in reality it might very well be in your control and when you are using that definition or that saying, you could be using it in a term to manipulate people as opposed to help people. That's why the idea of getting clarity of what somebody means is important, even if it, if, even if it upsets them, even if it makes them frustrated that they think that you don't understand. It's because you probably don't, because everybody has different definitions of reality. And our definitions of reality will change what we understand about a saying or a truth or reality. So we need to figure out how to talk to each other and how to ask, what do you mean? What do you mean by God will only give you what you can handle? Do you mean that you disrupting my life is just part of God and you're not taking responsibility for your own actions? Because that could easily be the case if somebody manipulative is using that saying.